frontier. Larson, always oh, in. Hendrik Larson! That is sensational! Lambert! What a way to settle it! Nakamura! It's Tom Rogge! This is Celtic Daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. Welcome to Celtic Daft, your Celtic specific podcast from Football Daft. I am producer Ryan. Thank you very much for checking out the podcast. Uh, Chris Toll will be back on the main show this week um, after taking some time off. Um, the last couple of episodes so he'll be back on the main show on Friday and we'll be back here on Celtic Daft with me and the guest pundit next Monday as well so speaking of guest pundits we've had the draft Sunday in for another week and who better than Kev the Chef Kev the Chef Kev the Chef Kev the Chef how you doing Kev you alright? I'm good mate how are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, well, peek behind the curtain for the, the listeners. You sent us a message saying you're happy to come on. And I was like, who the fuck is Kevin Devine? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually you thought your name was just... Kevin the Chef. I, I mean, I just thought your, your surname was The Chef. Aye. I wish, mate. I wish. Disappointed to find out it was now. Disappointed. Uh, right, OK. So we've got a couple of games to look back on. Then, mate, we've got the European game last week. We'll kick off with that. Away in Ferenc Farosh, I'll just ask you beforehand, getting this game, a lot of the chat was that these two games against them were kind of going to be make or break for our group because, you know, we, we look at Leverkusen, we look at Betis, they're probably tipped to get out of the group. Um, there's this third place spot to, to drop down to the conference, which is okay. You know, I, I would have been happy with, with the conference at the start of the season. Um, when Ange came in, I, you know, I was expecting nothing from Europe this year so the fact that we're in a position now that we if we win this game would we guarantee dropping down to the conference what was your thoughts going on this one were you of the impression that it was a it really was a must win for us I think it was mate see after doing so well at Celtic Park and beating them there I think mm-hmm. we had to go on it and get maximum points uh, as you say like for me this year again Europe was a it was a bonus you know what I mean the whole thing was a, let's be honest we're in a transitional year Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So uh, it was a it was a total bonus, and then now that we've got European football after Christmas, New Year, it's it's really good, mate. It's a, it's a decent bonus. It was one of these ones where you know, Ferenc Varos. Obviously, we had the the story before we spoke about on about that on this podcast. We spoke about it on the main podcast about the kind of history of Celtic and Ferenc Varos. Obviously, last time we thought, who's this team? You know, when they came yep. to, when they came to Parkhead in the Champions League. They put us out the Champions League that, that year. They went on to the group stages. They got the group of death, um, like I've, I've mentioned before. So they were they were definitely no mugs. I think people kind of viewed them as the, the one that we could get six points from, but nothing is guaranteed. So we got in this game hoping for the best, mate. We take a really, really good start. Three minutes in, uh, ball played out. Abada chases down brilliantly, cuts it back, and there he is, the man of the moment, Kyogo. Good finish, wasn't it? That was superb, mate. But I've been the past couple of games we've scored early European football mm-hmm. you know what I mean so and it's, it makes a change who's fucking conceding early in <laughs> Europe exactly. you know what I mean because that, that was a norm for a couple of years right? we, were like, we would go away in Europe and we would concede in the first five minutes and it would be more or less game over you know that yourself 
fans yeah. knew that. So give us give us a right good a right good done and the boys can through it, you know what I mean? And uh, it was a wee bit like three one you're sailing and then a wee bit of fate at the end there. Yeah. But boys are going pretty well. Well, it's the, the discussion that goes in, obviously we concede one. Um, it's, it's been down here as a Juranovic own goal. I think it, it was very unlucky. It's one of these kind of freak ones that the ball could have literally ended up anywhere with a deflection. It has landed in the back of the net. So not not much we could have done about that. Like like nah. I say, it's one of these freak things for freak things in football. But uh, 23 minutes, we take the lead again. Uh, wonderful but I play for George Michael doing the left hand side, cuts inside, great finish this one. Superb, mate. Like I think we need to put all the stops out and sign young Jota permanently. Get it get it done sooner rather than later before the Fika stick another knot on that fucking price list. Yeah, uh, price but, tag, sorry. So the the thing with that is, mate, I don't think they can. I don't think Benfica I think it is it's a guaranteed you know, first first dibs that I'm for six and a half million. I hope that, mate. I hope so. Six and a half million. Look, looking at his early form, it's an absolute steal, man. Aye. Do you know what I mean? He's what fourteen games, six goals, six assists so far. Aye. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't go wrong with that. I seen something that UEFA uh, put on. Apparently, him and Kyogo together as 20, a, a bit of a partnership goal contribution. Aye, that's unbelievable, mate. For for November. You know what I mean? Right. Is, there, is there any other team in Europe that's got that kind of start? Do you know what I mean? Interesting to see, actually. Interesting to see if anybody else is, is quite matching that. It'd be good if they can kind of stick something like that up, but I've actually got that. Do I made a couple of wee notes here before I came on and I seen that myself? I was like, fucking unbelievable. Just two mm-hmm. players, 28 goal contributions. I know. Unbelievable, mate. But I, I uh, as I say, mate, well, a really, really good start playing sailing. And then, mate, like Sailor, always they make, make it hard for myself at the end. Aye, exactly. Obviously, we get the, the the goal through through a badder, which which for me, mate, is one of the one of the best goals I've I've watched for us this season. Aye. Starting yep. from starting for Turnbull, wanting that ball back, the work rate for McGregor passing it through the ball for Kyogo, splitting the defenders apart, and the great finish Aye. for for a It was a great team goal. This one, wasn't it? See, see two years ago, mate. See Cal McGregor. Cal McGregor with the horse that challenge. Do you know what I mean? Two years ago, he would have lost that kind of challenge. So, and again, look, with David Turnbull, does well to win the ball back. McGregor, lovely body, Kyogo, and the ball for Kyogo is absolutely inch perfect. Just for uh, a bad to run on in scale. So, uh, it was decent, mate. It was really good. (laughs) Obviously, can I rule out um, Ferenc Faros? You know, the chances that they had in the game, you know, they they clattered the bar at at one point, which was nearly broke it in half. Um, so they had the chance. Aye, exactly. So we had that as we had that as well for for Elson. But they they get one back. Eighty six minutes. It it was an alright goal. It's one of these ones where you're actually. I wasn't even worried. Do you know? See when it went in, I wasn't worried about the result. You know, I, I didn't see them offering very much other than that. You know, like I said to you before we came on, I did just watch the highlights. I just did see everything, but I was kind of watching. Aye. Towards the end of the game, because I was out at bloody Glasgow, mate. I got dragged to in Glasgow and said, I play in Europe. Pathetic. Christmas, Christmas already, you know what I mean? Shocking, mate. Absolutely shocking. Um, but aye, we, we pick up a win, mate. 3 2. We get a six points. We guarantee ourselves uh, conference football. Um, one of the guests on last week, and I put this question to you, mate, David Campbell, last week, um, basically came on here, mate, and said that he's not ruling it as getting out of this group. 
You know, if we look at the table, what are we six points just now? Betis are on seven. Six to now, seven. Betis are on seven. I think Leverkusen are right up there though. I think we're Aye. obviously Leverkusen are the team. They're, they're going to go through regardless. Yeah, I think we, we really need to go to Betis next and get a result. But I draw do me because no, I mean I Betis have got what Terran Suarez the last game because we've got Leverkusen. That, mm-hmm. Uh, so, or is it, have we got Leverkusen next and Betis at home, actually? Let me just double check very quickly. I, 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 I think it's Leverkusen next. Is it while, I'm, while I'm checking, let me have a wee, a wee look here and see. Let's see, Thursday. Um, aye, the next game we've got in two weeks on Thursday, we've got Leverkusen away. And then two weeks after that, we're at aye, home. I've got Betis at home. So, I, ideally, they're wanting to try and get something at Leverkusen. If no, then you're wanting Ferenc Suarez to to do better and take it Aye. to Parkhead under the lights last game of, well, last game of the group well there's the thing so if if we get let's say we get a point against Leverkusen right and if Ferenc Farros win fine that's fucking brilliant but even Aye. if Betis win so that'll quick maths here that'll put us in 7 Betis in 10 yep. which will have all to play for in uh, the last game it comes out in the head to head doesn't it first it does mate it comes to head to head now and say the goal difference I so Aye. So, but but then if we if we do pull off that win, we'll be leveling points with them, um, and then I'm assuming it comes in a goal difference at that point. Yep. So we need to put a bit of a marker down in that last game if it comes to that. But 100%. it's it's not out of the question. Do you know? It's, it's, I don't it's think. Really it is, mate, I question. think. Like, see if you just say after getting scalped like four 0 after Everkusen, be half better, would still be a chance qualifying for next round that you'd be like yeah. ah, away you go do you know what I mean so it gives us, it gives us that wee bit of hope mate and like we're on like, see for me the international break just came came at the wrong time for us we're, we're on a decent run yeah. one six out of the last seven in every like, all competitions do you know what I mean so it's um, you, you said there about hope mate the the hope for me actually comes from the games that we have played because Betis I think we should have won that game I think we, oh, we, yeah. had, a, we, we had a bit of a crumble which yep. totally done us. But I think we had enough in that game that we could have pulled it a win. Um, the Leverkusen game, I, I might be speaking not for everybody here, I think 4-0 flattered them. I think the, the, the scoring flattered them. I think we, we had our chances. Their goalie had the game his right. life. Right, that could have been four each that game, mate. Aye, so looking back at it, we could, we could easily be sitting on the same points as Betis. Getting a draw at Leverkusen, four each apart, or whatever, do you know what I mean? Aye. Or if we didn't capitulate at the back, then could have been a lot less, one each to each or whatever. I'd maybe even sneak to fucking win, but. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing, you look at the, the performance. For, for me, the performance is, is there in that game. To make me not, I'm not even worried about going to, to Leverkusen, you know, in the, in the next game because they're, they're, they're there for a the taking. Do you know, they, they get scalped as well, a couple of go in the league. Um, Leverkusen I think it was after Munich winning it but they absolutely skipped yep. them like 5-0 first half and then they just kind of relaxed a little bit in the second but I think they're definitely there we're playing well if we come back for international break everybody's a bit unscathed um, if we can get anything for that game then it really is game on for, for this group mate what I think mate is evident in the last couple of games that we missed off out at the back Aye. I think he came had a really good four or five games before he got that injury, so I think we need to get him back for uh, Leverkusen away. Big Beaton had a really good past two games, he's been really good as well, do you know what I mean? So is it worth maybe sticking him in front of the back four? Well, t- 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 
just changing the subject a lot about there. I'm I'm not happy with with beat on. Um, had a bet on at the weekend, mate. I needed beat on to get yellow cardy for ninety five quid. Oh. He had his most <laughs> his, his most relaxed game no, the guys ever had in a Celtic jersey. Men or like, <laughs> I was really every, 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 every game he plays, he gets booked. Mate. Every game he plays, he gets booked. Aye, until I put money on him. Maybe I should just put money on him more often. You know, just keep playing. Play decent, aye. Aye, anyway, so, right, we move on then. We, we're going to move on to the weekend's game, but like we, we've said there, both of us, I think, are now in a camp that, that if results go away, we can get out of this, this group. Uh, I think it's there. We're going to give ourselves every chance now to get out yep. of this group. Um, so we, we'll move on then from that game and we'll move to the game at the weekend we were away to Dundee it was a 12 o'clock kickoff. Um going into this game we obviously we beat we, as we then beat Dundee early in the season we scalped Dundee early in the season at home uh, Keogh go get his, his hat-trick in that game um, yep. what was your thoughts going into this Dundee you've been on they've been a bit of a strange form um, Sky pointed out at the, the beginning of the game you know that the results look quite bad but actually the performances in the games have been alright Dundee Aye. they've just they've been at minus the Ross County game that they get scaled which was a bit of a kind of freak result um, for bottom of the table Ross County but they've been looking they've been looking alright you know in a game and going away to Dens is one of these kind of tough ones what was your thoughts going into this game mate? Yeah, exact same as you, mate. Going away to Dens Park up to Dundee is always a hard game, regardless of whether it's at Tanadice or Dens Park. And that make Pakes had them playing well. You mm-hmm. see, obviously, results on the way in their way, but they play some decent football. But uh, again, like their early goals, pivotal, mate. I mean, I think, see, every time every time we scored an early goal, the momentum just kind of went in their favour. Mm-hmm. But obviously, then you go can, big Welsh at the back with the Dundee first goal, I think just dead flat-footed, you know what I mean? Could have maybe yeah. done a wee bit better, but I think also, for being honest, Ralston could have maybe a shot done. Uh, I don't even know who it was that fucking crossed it in, but Ralston could have shot him done a wee bit quicker as well. But again, these early goals, these early goals count, mate, do you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. And, and we, I think we played some decent football up there yesterday. I thought we played very, very well, mate. I, I liked watching... I mean, I like watching Celtic, you know, it's this whole... Thing about Ange Ball and about how we play, and um, the, before he came in, the the word was, you know, you you might concede goals, but you'll score twice as many. Um, which, which, to be fair, filled me with absolute dread. I filled me with absolute dread thinking about that. Me as well, mate. But we've only conceded nine goals in the league, yeah. but we scored about like twenty four or something. So we've actually scored double what what I will concede, but we'll score fucking triple. What yeah. we conceded, you know what I mean? And again, another start was we've only conceded like three goals with Starfield on the team, but we've conceded four the last two games without them. Do you know what I mean? So again, Starfield, I think he's a miss, mate. He's a really big miss. He's a big presence. Yeah, he's a bit iffy with the ball at his feet sometimes, but see when he's on a decent surface, boys are passers, he's a player, you know what I mean? Aye. He's, um, he's come along quite a lot with, with Carter Vickers. Alongside him, I think he's yep. he's much more of a relaxing presence than we had Welsh and stuff out together. I think that was a wee bit yep. chaotic. Um, no, no harm to, to Welsh. I think Welsh is a, a decent player. I just don't think that he's quite at a level that we need him to be. Yeah. You know, consistent enough. I think he he is a bit of a mid-table player as opposed to playing 
all these big games, crucial games for Celtic. Whereas I think Starfield brings that. Carl Vickers for me has been outstanding. You know, I, I think he's probably about three or four shaky moments in the whole season. Do you know I mean? another one we need to sign permanently when it, when, it, when it get him signed permanently and I think he would to be fair I think you know you look at it doing at Spurs it's a bit of, a bit of shambles in there to be fair I think if we Aye. can get him tied up sooner rather than later it stops other clubs looking at him um, but we'll, we'll discuss wait. the goals here mate um, first goal eight minutes in Jota it's a a bit of a, a nothing strike for, for Alisson um, yep. deflection off the post Jota, first one to react to it. Um, <clears throat> like you say, mate, setting the tone, eight minutes in, it was a quick thinking for the boy, wasn't it? Definitely. And see, the thing is, Ryan, he's in that position. Well, I mean, he's, it's not as if he's run into the position for wide or he's, he's in that position straight away. So he's there mm-hmm. putting the ball in the back of the net straight away. And as you say there, it sets the tone for, for the rest of the game, that, I think. Right. And then we get a, a, a second goal from... I absolutely love this guy, man, Kyogo. Yeah, the, the, awesome. the, the smallest guy in the pitch, mate, and he's winning heaters with that yeah, silky blonde hair. It's um, something that me and you don't know much about, mate, his hair. Well, but, I did 20 years ago, mate, but no, no. Uh, to be fair, I'm only 28. You'd, you'd think that I'd have a better uh, you think you were about mate. my age, mate. Aye. No, uh, cheers, mate. That, that, that tweet is going to be about 12 days. Say, like I've brought in this Japanese boy. He's only, what, 5 foot 10 and under 10 stone. Aye. You know what I mean? Came back to bite the boy right in the boss, hunter. Massively, mate, massively, and he's he's playing at his skin. You know, he's. I was chatting to a, a boy the other day who's a Hearts fan, um, and he he said to me, he's like, Kyogo's outside the Hearts. He said Kyogo's my favourite player in Scotland. Hi. He, he, oh, he's like he said, I absolutely love him, man. He said he's just a great player, great finisher, great shit housery, like for him. Aye, <laughs> I've seen the shit housery the day on Twitter. I've only recently <laughs> seen that off him. Do you know what I mean? So well, that's what he needs. Like, Everybody's pure, like, oh, he's too nice, he's that. Oh, he wasn't nice yesterday. But yeah, see the exactly. thing is, like, it reminds me of Gary Hooper, see the movement, movement and poaching, do you know what I mean? And that's the kind of striker we've been crying out for for years. It's, it's crucial to have something like that, you know, we, we notice the difference when he's not in the team. You know, you notice that drop-off, I mean, when, when Jack Amakis comes on, and we're not even going to discuss him when he came on because he was rotten when he came on. Aye. But, you know, when, when you see him coming on, we lose so much, you know. Kyogo is he must be a nightmare to defend against as well because he's, he's he's making them sharp runs in behind. He's he's moving across the the back line. You know, you, you never really know where he is. Get himself yep. in positions, and then we, you know, we get a a third goal through Jota right after right after half time. Great play for Charlie Adam face plant to then popped off me. Mate, that was brilliant. Absolutely bodied after Brickhouse, man. Like, <laughs> he's just like, boom, dealt with, didn't yeah, you go? Get the ball in for Elson as well, mate. Aye, then sets up the goal, you know what I mean? Aye. So I've seen, so, seen Celtic's unique angle on Twitter the day, mate, the roar to behind the goal. When that goal went in, it's just something different, you know what I mean? It's aye. like, again, even the roar with, with Charlie Adam fucking hit the tough. But, <laughs> like, as a podcast, Celtic podcast, and I spoke about it when I was on the main show on Friday there, I think Tony Ralston's he's got to be the most improved player that I've seen ever. Aye. The guy is absolutely playing out his skin, man. He's he's getting it, do you know what I mean? And uh, how he's not in that fucking Scotland squad, I do not know. That confuses unbelievable. me. You know, Steve Clark always talks, we'll touch on this very quickly, but Steve Clark always talks about having players 
who are in form. Yeah, I said that. I said that on the main show on Friday, mate. I said that to Fredo and uh, Bob. I was like, Clark has said already that go pick players who are in form, who's playing for their club. Guys, will be not at the team. Aye. I think he's like maybe missed one game this season. He's got he's, like five goals, eight assists or something already. And he's got a very poor Stephen O'Donnell and a head of him who's not in great form, and Nathan Patterson who's not kicking about. Four Either. games, not four games. Partisans played the whole season. That's what Grey and Bob were saying, mate. Aye. So, aye, but that like, Scotland, I, I don't think he'll have fish. But I, I'm just putting the point out there that I'm very, very surprised he's not playing. But uh, I, Jota's movement for the third goal as well, mate, is fucking class, man. Because the boy Cammy Kerr, who's marking him, he's two yards in front of him it's when Ralston crosses the ball, in. and how he gets in front of him is unbelievable. Aye, that's the thing. It's that. You get that for, for the kind of really good players, don't you? That wee extra kind of six sense of where the ball's going to be, where it's going to be. That, you don't get that way, average players. You get that no. way, really, really good players. Knowing, yep. knowing the runs to make, where that ball's going to go, he would have known fine well that if that ball comes in, there's a space there, it's likely going to end up in that position and there he is to, to slot yep. it home. It was a good, great finish. And you mentioned there, mate, about the, the kind of roar behind the goals as well for the, the fans. There's something really special just now at Celtic, with, particularly with Jota and Kyogo. I, I think yeah. with the team as well. Um, we have touched on it before about kind of Anne's building something here, but these two guys in particular, um, very quickly, and Kyogo gets the, the fourth goal. Great bad play for Jota. Doing the wing, cuts it back. There's Kyogo, posting in. Brilliant yeah. finish. There's something really special with these two guys in there, mate. There's, there's something kind of building just now. They've got a really good partnership. And long may it continue. As I say, mate, was, I touched on it half oh, twenty minutes ago. We need to, we need to spend the money on Jota. Like ninety nine percent of Celtic fans, even a hundred percent, are in agreement with it that we need to sign him because he gives us that. But he runs at players. Do you know what I mean? I read Jamesy Forrest who would run at players, but most often than not, he would cut inside, trying to shot his left peg when he come off. But Jota's Jota's running at players, and seen that with the second goal. Eh, Kyogo setting goal yesterday. He's getting three of their defenders, cuts the ball back. That's after playing a nice one two. And then again we go four one up. Mm-hmm. And so I, just now they complement each other very, very well. Definitely, mate. There's like I said, there's something there's something good with them long may it continue. Um something very telling actually with the, the work rate of our team just now, particularly with the, the front three, is that I think that's maybe two or three games in a row that all three subs that we've had to use have been the front three because they've literally yep. worked their asses off. Worked their asses off, mate, aye. Jota, Abada, Kyogo, the three of them get subbed off in this game. Um, I mentioned uh, Jack Marcus there, not really worth chatting about. You know, I, I thought it was, it was pretty mince. Um, James Forrest, mate, coming back at the fold again, getting a few more minutes under his, under his belt. What did you make of him when he came on? Did you think he was showing signs of getting back to where he was? 100% mate again like it's just as I say he's taking the ball in and then he's driving by players he's trying to go into that left peg I mean always left peg's decent so and a couple of shots and just he bounces people off that big arse he's got do you know what I mean <laughs> seems every time he's injured that arse gets bigger and bigger do you know what I mean so but that's what I sit and watching it with the rain with my daughter and she's like the size of his leg muscles as well you can see he's been working in the gym Aye. so it's only going to it's only going to stand him up well for the future so I think when Forrest is fully fit, Abada's got a wee bit of competition. I don't know, right at this moment in time, with, with Kyogo and Jota, I think Abada's kind of a wee bit ahead of him. 
Uh, but it'd be Jamesy for the fat man running at people. Just don't know what's going to happen. I said to the, the boys in the group chat the other day, I, I said, what a player, a bad I would be if he was consistent. Yeah. And I, I, for me, that's a big problem with Abada. He's not consistent enough. He shows you what he can do. And then he'll maybe do that for two or three games, which is great. But then he'll go kind of quiet for a couple of games. Yeah. I think this one at the, the weekend was probably one of his more quieter games. He had a quiet decent, quiet. D- decent spell in it, but it was overall it was a quieter game. I think he did notice a difference when, um, <clears throat> when Forrest came on. Um, yep. just having that somebody doing that that right hand side, and I think Kevin Ralston on that overlapping run as well yeah. could could really could really do teams. But see, see the thing with Forrest as well, mate. Forrest is better than Abada defensively. I think he tracks back a wee bit more. Abada kind of dilly dallies back. He doesn't do as much defensive work as what Forrest would do. Yeah. We've seen that. In the, we've seen that in the past. You know what I mean? So maybe that's something to take into consideration as well. Just one other player to kind of touch on then, mate. Um, Mikey Johnson, come on again. 10 minutes or so, come on for, for Jota. What's your what's your thoughts on Mikey since he's come back for injury? I think he, for me, he was one of these players that was like a, a bit of a flair player for his money. He looked good, you know. I think I mentioned last week on the, the podcast about the, the Rens game that he played. Remember when he's, he's getting about three or four boys? Yeah. And, and But he's, he's got that in his locker. For me, he doesn't show it enough. Do you yep. think that that's uh, a worry, or do you think he'll kind of come good the more kind of game time he gets? The thing is, though, mate, see if we sign Jota permanently, how much game time is he going to get? Do you yeah, know what I mean? I so I think Mikey Johnson has been really, really unfortunate with injuries for like the last three years. He's always been in and about the first team, and then when he's had a couple of games, he's played well, and then he's got that injury and he's come back. And I think, I think with Mikey Johnson as well, why you can go players, but he's. he's so greedy with shooting and that as well, mate. Try to shoot, try to score worldies for 25, 30 yards all the time. Aye. And I, I don't think he's got that in his locker. Do you know what I mean? But I think I would I would fear for him if if we signed Jotter on a permanent. But I don't know, mate. I think I would maybe try and cut losses with, with Mikey Johnson. That's my personal opinion. But either that or send him out in loan January. Get him out, get him game time. See what happens. At the end of the season, I'd, I'd like to see him going out and loan. To be fair, because I, I agree with you, mate. I think we'll we will sign Jota. I think we've got that option. I think that deal will get done. Um, his time then will be limited. Or not? Do we have anybody else that's on that left hand side? You know, for a, a bit of rotation, we don't really, do we? Nah, we don't really, mate. But like, Ange says he's going to be be buying in the summer again. So who's to say that he's not going to buy for that left hand side in the summer? Do you know what I mean? And that again, that yeah. just puts. Mikey Johnson further afield. Okay, so look at the the table then, mate. We're still sitting in in second place, obviously four points behind Rangers going into this international break. Um, I asked the boys last week um, their thoughts on the league, early kind of predictions for the league, because I think if you'd asked me at the start of the season, I would have said there's absolutely no chance in hell that we're going to win the league this year. And and I kind of wrote it off. I'm changing my mind, though. I'm starting to change I'm, my mind, mate. What, what, are you, what are you thinking for the league this year? I think it's, it's there. I was the same as you, mate. Like, start of the year, I was like, this is a transition year for us. We've so well, no so, but we've got ready with 10, 12 players had to bring that amount in. So I was like, right, transition year, get to January. If we're still in it by January, then 
we're a mere right good chance, mate. But no, I mean, in January, if January second we beat them at Parkhead, we go one behind. If no, before that, if yeah. if they drop point, obviously that's no <laughs> saying we won't drop points. But looking at our kind of run of games and things like that, and then on, we've been on as I say, we're one six through one, so we're unbeaten in seven now after that Livingston game uh, at Livingston's Livingston's ground. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. one 0 but I no, we're well in it, mate. I'm, I'm appreh- no apprehensive. I'm like, we can do it. Do you know what I mean? I said that to the boys on Friday. I was like, <laughs> we're well in it. And Just have a wee look there, mate. Um, uh, I know this is Celtic daft, but I think Rangers, like you said, they've got the, the tougher run of games. Um, they've got in the league the next few games. They're at home to Hibs, but that's in the league cup, so it doesn't count. Uh, away to Levy, away to Hibs. Hope me Dundee, away to Hearts, hope me St. Johnson, and they're also away <coughs> to Aberdeen before they're away to us. So there you go, mate. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a difficult run of games. I think we've got the, the easier run of games coming up just now. Um, yep. Don't get me wrong, I think Rangers are more than capable of winning them games, oh, but, they have, but they have looked a bit shaky. So if we had to pick whose run we want between now and the Elfirm game, I would I'd pick yours. Definitely. Going by the last couple of games with them as well, they're going behind first all the time. So teams like Hibs, Hearts away from home, Aberdeen away from home, even St Johnston at Irops, they go behind their name. It's hard, to, it's hard to break these teams down as we know. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But even even Livingston as well, mate. Fucking Livingston came to Parkhead, parked the bus. 85% possession we had, they had 15, 27 shots in goal we had, fair dues we only two in target, but they go to Ibrox and do the same thing, then who's saying it's not going to happen, do you know what I mean? I, I would look, I, personally I would like to think it will go maybe one behind them, or two behind them, when yeah. you get them at Parkhead, and look to leapfrog, leap, leapfrog them at Celtic Park when we beat them. Good stuff, mate. Well, listen, we can... Got a lot of games to go between now and then, but it's actually a game I'm really looking forward to. This old yep. form, I, I think the the last one that we played, um, again they were there for the taking. We were very poor, and that one, you know, Eddie had his chance to to leave us a part and gift, and he never took it. But I think we're playing better now than we did back then, and I think they're playing worse as well. Yep. So I think I I'm I'll put my neck in the line and say I I think that we will. I think we'll win the league this year, mate. Um, I'm the same, mate. I'm 100% I'm confident that we'll win it. And I'm saying that as of the 8th of November, so don't come for me when it gets to February and we're fucking fighting relegation or something like that. <laughs> don't fucking jinx it. <laughs> and, and your ball won't allow that, mate. Chance for the Canios, the flag stayed down, it's got to be, and it is! So that is it for Celtic Daft this week. Obviously, there there won't be Celtic Daft next week. I actually can't think of it because it's an international break, so there's no need to do that because there's no Celtic games, which is good. A wee week after me. Brilliant. Um, Chris, like I said, will be back on the, the main show this week with Grado and Stephen and John. They'll all be back. They'll be in the studio, hopefully. They're, they're planning a wee revamp of the studio. I don't know if we'll be ready yet, but we'll hopefully see it, man. It'll be looking a bit better than it's looked before. I guess um, in the... I guess in Bob retweeting something for the studio and it looks really good. Aye, so I think they'll be they'll be planning um, to to up their game a little bit when it comes to their, their cameras. Um, also, 
I know I mentioned there, Kev, the, the, the boys will be back this week, but we might actually have one one down this week. We'll just need to wait and see what happens. Don't think Gradle's going to be there. I think he's ready to become a daddy for the first time. So by the time this podcast goes out, it might already have happened. So if it has happened, well done, Gradle. Yeah, um, I, I, I did message him earlier on saying you need to announce the win, like somebody signed for Rangers with a mini tap. Just held the tap up or something like that, like baby grads won in the back here. Yeah. Aye, just Grado won it. <laughs> Aye, no, good luck, um, him. good luck to the Emery's Mussies. Like I say, that's it for Celtic Daft this week. If you are listening on Apple, please rate and subscribe. You're on Spotify, subscribe to us on that as well. Um, Kev, thank you very much for coming on, mate. No bother, Ryan, any time, mate, you know that. Right, and we always leave it with a one big hail, hail, Kev. Hail, hail, mate.